Welcome back to Happily Bored. My name is Chuck. I'm Jenna. And uh, it's funny because Jenna was actually just talking that we need to have our intro song. And I said, we can fix up the other thing. No. And, and she don't <laughs> want that. You sound so formal. Huh? You sound very formal. Welcome <laughs> back. Formal. Like, like we're on NPR. Welcome back. Oh, yes. It's time for about some sweaty balls. I was, I was just about to say <laughs> sweaty balls. Um, well, before we get started on this week's episode, I do need to recap two things from last week's episode. And that is because I've been listening to the car for audio quality, but I've also found it very entertaining to go to work. And I'm listening to the past podcasts, and it's just kind of like a, a flashback. You know, kind of like I was listening to the ones right after Gabby's birthday last year. We're like, man, she's handling like a trooper and everything like that. And I remember hearing you going... Well, they're saying we're going to have to be like locked down for six months. And then <laughs> it's like, God, if we only knew. I know, right? And I was predicting, I was like, flatten the curve. That's all bullshit. They're not going to stop at that. And uh, yeah, so we're just going to see how long this is going to take. But the uh, two two things I wanted to clarify um, last time was I had mentioned we were talking about me being vaccinated and stuff. And I said, I'm not for vaccines. Yeah. To clarify. Oh, we're not anti-vaxxers. We are not anti-vaxxers. Our children are all up to date on their shots. <laughs> right. If it's an MMR, things like that, get vaccinated. It's yeah. just, it's proven it's been time, you know, it's good. What I was referring to in context was I'm not usually the first to say, let's go with the first round of vaccines. Uh, well, like, okay, so... I haven't gotten a flu shot since I was pregnant with Gabby, and that was almost 11 years ago. Right. So I, for personal reasons, choose not to get a flu shot because I personally don't feel that they are as effective as they could be. And what if I catch the strain that wasn't in the vaccine, then I've just injected right. myself for no reason. Well, um, they're doing, th what, they predict three possible that will be the more prevalent, like and if they're wrong, then the shot's worthless. Right. So, right. however, at the same time, I'm very conscious of the fact that I don't have the flu shot, and I stay away from susceptible people. So, like, when our grandparents were still alive and in the nursing home and stuff like that, during cold and flu season, we would not visit. Right. Because that's not fair to them. They did get their vaccines. But again, what if we happen to bring in the one they're not protected against? Or, for example, like when the HPV vaccine came out, your uncle was like, oh, the first round they shouldn't do. They should wait till the second round. That sort of thing, normally I would say, wait till it's proven. Let other people prove it. Then yeah. we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so forth. So that was the one clarification. Oh, okay. The, um... The other thing I wanted to clarify is in a bunch of the previous episodes, we've discussed um, that my love language is acts of service. And it kind of got me thinking, and that's also the reason why I re-listen to the episodes. It kind of lets me kind of digest it later, more like what we talked about. I don't, I don't know how you can listen to yourself. Like it's, It'd be like watching yourself on TV. I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, it's just like kind of like... It's kind of neat that the fact that we can have a conversation, just openly relaxed conversation, and then I can review it. Maybe That's... we should be taping all of our conversations. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't want that much evidence out there. Oh, my God. We'd have so many less arguments. <laughs> but the thing is, is that 
I was trying to think of it as like, why is it acts of servitude? And even though I hate the title, I it, get what you're it's saying. It's not servitude and like be my slave kind of a thing. Right. Bring hand on, Dude, Joe on me cry. handed foot and, you know, massage my right. feet when I get home. And where's my martini oh, and my do slippers? my hands, that's so nice. I, but I do it willingly and yeah. on my own. You've never so asked nice. for that. And I always go, uh, <laughs> So, but what I realize is it comes from... My family. Yeah. Bunch of alcoholics. All promising. I'll be better. I'll be better. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll do this. Talk, 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 talk. All day long. My dad, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to do this to make it better. And then nothing ever changes. So for me, the acts of servitude are. It's service, not servitude. Service is putting your mouth where you're putting your money where your mouth is. You know, you're you're showing me that you're not just talking. And that's the reason why it means a lot to me is just because it's it's not talking about doing something. It's doing something. So it's funny you said so. that because I'm in, actually in this um, like food group on Facebook and it's to like help each other find cheap meals or better recipes and whatever. I mean, sometimes <laughs> there will be a woman that posts i'm running out of things or i'm getting bored with the stuff that i'm packing for my husband's lunch does anybody have any suggestions and every single time you get just dumps of comments your man could be ma- should be making his own damn lunch tell him to make it his damn self tell him to go buy his own fucking lunch like why are you it's not your job to make him lunch blah 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 like it's so funny and then they'll see like a handful of guys like damn i wish i had you as a wife <laughs> like, it's so funny but um this one lady commented and was like that is not the question she asked right. she did not ask you cuz there was just one this week she did not ask you if she should be making her husband lunch. She asked you for lunch ideas. Period. Right. <laughs> like, maybe she likes doing this. Some people just like to do it. And if she's already making her kids lunches, throwing one extra one together is not a big deal. Right. And so I chimed in and I said, maybe it's his love language. I said, my husband grew up in an alcoholic home and kind of got ignored a lot. And uh, meals and shit were just kind of half cobbled together and... He got what he got, and sometimes he was ignored. Sometimes people were there. Sometimes they weren't. Whatever. I said, for me to make that step, make him lunch, makes him feel like I I am proving by my actions that I love him, I care about him, I want to take care of him, and if that little tiny bit fosters some sort of security for him, who cares? It costs right. me nothing. Right. And so they were like, good point, good point. But right. I was like, oh, my God, make your own damn well, lunch. Like, of course he can make his own damn lunch. And I've told him before, make your own damn yeah, lunch. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, okay, fine. But I, come I up see to you and I was like, I'll make it myself. how happy guys. you get Yeah, just from something so simple. And we've communicated. It's like, I don't want you right. doing things for me. It's that you thought about me. And it's funny, too, because a lot of the people that would be, scre- would be screaming about that at the same time on another thread, you'll see them bitching that their husband's never thinking about them. Right. It's like, yeah. Yeah. What's funny is they, um, there was one thing I saw and I can't remember who it was. It was, it was, it's been politicized and everything, but it was funny because this guy 
this newscaster this uh, was talking to a feminist, and this feminist is, like, just attacking him and all this sort of stuff. And he's like, well, and the guy was a pompous, arrogant prick. He's like, well, women would be happier at home. Women naturally are happier at home. And I was like, ooh, I had a problem with that. Yeah. But at the same time, this other woman is on the other extreme just going completely insane on this guy. So it was like, okay, they're both being dicks. Let's see how this plays out. Well, he turns around and he goes, she goes, well, um, men wouldn't be happier at home, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, because they'd have to come home to women like you. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. I was like, okay, I don't remember the exact thing, but it was something to that effect. But I was like, that's wow. so funny because we've talked numerous times how if I could make what you make, I would love, love to go to work and you would love to stay. And home. I would pack shit like you for you for like crazy. <laughs> and that's actually part of um, also what we're going to discuss today is our, our kitchen adventure. Oh, goodness. Part of the recap and yes. then the laundry. I feel adventure. like it's this weird little space right now. <laughs> yeah, it's in limbo. So, um, but yeah, those are the two recaps I wanted to do. And then what we're talking about today is you've been doing really good this week. Um, the first, what? It's been two, three, three weeks. weeks. You haven't had naps during the week. Yes. Which um, sounds so ridiculous. Like, yay me, I haven't napped. <laughs> I haven't had my nap. But in this, in this last week, you've been watching your food. No, it's been three weeks. I've been tracking for three weeks. You've been tracking food for three weeks. Yes. So you've been doing. So since I started. You've been doing good about that, and you're you're feeling accomplishment from knowing that and you're sticking with it. Other than yesterday and today, I've been really good about everything. Well, we had her, watching her friend what... Mandy staying with us, and they were yeah. enjoying themselves, and that's fine. Um, but otherwise, you've been really good about just watching what you're. Yeah, it was. It stuff. was like my for me. It's going to be like a multi-step approach, right? First step is. Get into the habit of tracking the food and really looking at what am I putting into my body. Right. And making that a better thing. And then two is shopping better and like intentional shopping for food instead of just throwing crap in there and like, oh, this will be a fine snack, like whatever. We need to start eating with purpose to nourish our bodies and fuel ourselves and maybe have a treat here and there, but not – have a bunch of junk because the last couple of like it's it's really crazy when you start looking at what you're eating and all and it was like oh my god why was i ingesting all those carbohydrates no wonder i was sluggish crashing and out, crashing yeah. and you know i had no idea some of the stuff that was in some of this food because i never really looked at it you know really um and then the next step will be incorporating more movement exercise and that kind of stuff well along the movement front you actually what we were saying the other day like the last episode i think or the one before that i mentioned the pellets they use like instead of like trying to load all the pellets in the back of the house and all that yeah. stuff just put them up here and we'll make an effort each time we go downstairs to take a bag of pellets with us and the mindset that we're starting to shift and we need to continue to shift is Hey, I should go do this. Ooh, but that would involve this amount of physical activity. Never mind. Let's avoid it. <laughs> um, I think switching over to, okay, let's just go ahead and do it. And after a while, we'll at least tell ourselves in our head that we'll get used to the physical activity again. Because I've been very much blessed this week where I've gotten to watch like six or seven episodes of Star Trek with Alex, the next generation. 
and that's he's, a lot of TV. He's loving spending <laughs> time with me and stuff. Well, he at some point between episodes or after the episode, it devolves into wrestling and play fighting and Aww. and stuff. And he's yeah. he's loving it, and I'm loving it too. But I'm just sitting here going like, kind of getting tired out so quickly. Um, plus he's getting a little bit stronger, which is good. And that's the other thing is. I couldn't believe he told Gabby the other day or earlier. He's like, they need to help build me up or make me stronger to fight back against Gabby. Because <laughs> she almost took him down in the living room. We're like, whoa, slow down. Yeah, she just yanked on him slightly and he was like flying across the room. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, yeah, you guys going to have to help toughen me up. I'm like, yes, yes, we will. <laughs> um. Let's see what else has changed. So as far as, yeah, I would love to be a stay-at-home dad. I have a natural knack for reorganizing things. Keeping and things clean and, and... Looking at function. Yeah. Like a lot, like a long time ago when we redid the front, Jen absolutely did not want to have the shoes just out near the front door. The foyer, yeah. And then she didn't like my ideas of storage at first. And then I said, look, I'm just looking at the function because no matter how beautiful and the ideas you've always had have been very beautiful looking. Aesthetically pleasing. Very aesthetically and pleasing. absolutely zero functionality. <laughs> right. And I said, the problem is, is like, if it's not functional, it's not going to happen. And you too. Yeah. You know, even if something looks pretty and you know in your head it'll look pretty, if it's not functional, you won't do it. Right. So um, we need to like combine. So we... For example, when the kids come in, they're allowed to put one shoes on the floor and the rest goes in this little storage thing. And it's worked out pretty much. Um, but we've also had a history. And I think in another episode at some point, we mentioned laundry pile mm. or laundry pyramid. Mm -hmm. We have a history of laundry pile, laundry pyramid. And it, and it occurs, and I'm sure in a lot of households it occurs. And it's just because you have various pieces of laundry that it's not enough for a full load so it's just going to sit there until it's it's ready or like for more enough. recently for us it's become <clears throat> it's become you know a random towel a random hand towel yeah some linen napkins like that's not enough for a full load and then the other issue that we recently ran into because our kids are pretty independent we have them washing their own laundry um somebody else's laundry is still in the washer or the dryer and then it's like whose yeah. is this and it stops the whole line right so there's an excuse on our part and the kids' part to be like, oh, we can't go any further, <laughs> you know. Um, so I devised, and then Jenna's like, "You do what you think is will work, and then we'll test it out." And I think it's been working pretty well. And that is, we bought a bread basket thing with six laundry baskets, a bread basket, uh, or a bread rack. You brought a thing. bread rack. I brought yeah, a, a short one, a short bread rack thing that has enough room just for six laundry baskets. And then I labeled laundry baskets, and I made clear to everybody. These things stay down in the basement. They are for here only. So we have one for hand towels, one for linens, one for sheets, sheets, delicates, and delicates. So that way they can build up without having to be on the floor. Yep. And once it's full, then it can be run through. But on the top, we have two extra baskets. And that is if Jenna's laundry is left in the washer and Gabby comes down and needs to rotate it, there is an extra basket for her to go in. And the kids have been told these baskets are for transport only. So you can transport the laundry up to your room, dump them out in your bed, fold it, and then bring the basket right back down. And it seems to be helping because there would have been a backup the other day. I think you still had some laundry in there. And I was like, there's laundry in there. And I was like, throw it in an extra basket. And he's like, <laughs> oh, okay. 
And then things proceeded as normal. Right. Um, I had to chase down one time, and you were like, well, I used the basket. I was like, no. Well, I took it upstairs, and then I refilled it to bring it back down. And you were like, that is not its purpose. That is not its purpose. I was like, well, I was saving a trip. I was going to take another load down. And I was like, no. (laughs) These purposes have to stay consistent. I need to get a sound effect with my my voice, like, super echoed. Consistency. Dun, dun, dun. Right, yeah, something. Um. I hate that word. <laughs> I know, but it it it. I know it, it makes helped. our life easier. So the thing is <laughs> that we did that, and then I don't know what you thought I meant when I said discussing the kitchen and stuff like that because of Jenna has come to me and she's like, you know, you're really good at the organization and the functionality thing. We need to look at the kitchen. I need help because I just don't have enough room. Right. Things just are out of control. So I have a bad habit, well, not a bad habit because it's only happened twice. But I something I definitely don't want to do next time, and that is when we moved into our first house when we got married. Mm-hmm. Um we were putting together a dining room table and chairs and like all this stuff, and my mom, my grandmother, and my friend were unpacking all of our new dishes and like stuff we'd gotten from the wedding and stuff and they were like, "Where do you want to put it?" And I said, I don't care. Just throw it wherever. And so they put stuff away. And that's how that stayed. And I hated it because I didn't like where things were. (laughs) But it stayed there. And then I kind of just did the same thing when we moved into this house. We moved over. And I just kind of like shoved stuff wherever it would fit. But nothing ever got like a proper home. I didn't make sure that, you know. Well, and then we had too much stuff. Yeah. And it just like this one one cabinet we have just goes on into the abyss forever behind the scene. It's those magic ugly corner cabinets it doesn't, that people usually will put like the roundabout thing in or But yeah, but we have two yeah. cabinets instead of the one big one, which would have made yeah. more sense. Um so just stuff would get shoved back in there, nobody would ever see it again because it's dark as hell. So anyway, I went I went ahead and I was like, Okay, well, let's look at this together and it was more than she, I think, expected because we went around the the entire well, kitchen. We said, I said, help me reorganize the kitchen. And you said, okay, fine. And then you said, tomorrow, we'll talk about what we're going to do in there. That's and I true. said, okay. I got so we went in there and I'm in my head thinking, we're going to have a little notepad and I'm going to tell him, this is where I want this. This is what I was thinking about this. This is how I want to reorganize the pantry. And instead. what Instead, what happened is I was like, okay, we're going to have to pull things out to see what's in here. Which is fine. And then automatically it but just kicked in. But then he immediately started having me throw stuff away. And I was like, wait a minute. I was not prepared to throw shit away today. Her eyes <laughs> just looked at me like a puppy. Like, wait a minute, what? And I'm like. <laughs> I said, I was like, how long have you used this? Do you have more of the same thing? Or is this just a duplicate? And then, like, it just went from there. You know, so we went through and we had a bag and a half of trash. and Just, like, either broken or... But the other part was you were really confused in the beginning when I said, I need to know three time ranges of how often you use these and you were looking at me like why are we doing that what are we doing what are we doing and i basically was saying 
she, there was one thing that you used like twice a year. And I'm like, that should be a farthest from reach. And you're looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And then I was like, these pots and pans, how often do you use these pans, these um, glass pans? And you're like, I use those once a week. I'm like, okay, they need to be very front and center. And you were kind of like, right. oh, so like we're redoing the kitchen so that basically everything that the more frequently it's used, the more front loaded it is like at a grocery store. Yeah. You know, the packages that you use the front, they're at the front of the cabinet. Now, unfortunately, when he says we're redoing the kitchen, all that means is that we're taking everything out of the cupboard and rearranging and reorganizing it because we rent this house so we don't get to demolish it. Because there's a lot of things I would oh, redo if things... we got to redo the kitchen. <laughs> oh, and I said there would be things that I would change. But, I mean, some of the things I think were a little more and not – I'm just going to sound like a cocky thing, but kind of genius was in the spice rack – yeah, we joke a lot of times that your arms are a little bit shorter and yeah, reaching yeah. stuff at the back of the rack is impossible. So what we're looking for is you need to get that's your goal this I week. have a full thing on Amazon already. Okay. So as these <laughs> plastic containers that she'll be able to pull the whole thing out, that's the depth of the shelf. Right. So that that way she can pull the whole thing out and then put it all back and in one get full use of the depth of the shelf without having to reach all the way back. Yeah. Um, we cleaned off like the top of the fridge. We just did, we did a lot of reorganization and re based on functionality, right? Not based on where you wanted things to be, but where they would be most useful, right? Now I had started on my own and I redid the silverware drawer because that was driving me bananas. Yeah. Um. So I had already gotten rid of a bunch of stuff there and consolidated and put all that together. And so it was like, okay, well I have like this one drawer. <laughs> right that is like halfway decent the rest of my kitchen sucks <laughs> right but then we we even went through and like that big steamer pot you had in the pantry yeah and you were like yeah i don't know about the steamer pot i was like that can go on the back of the fridge legitimately right uh, because you're barely going to use it it's a weird shape size yeah and there was no reason for it to be taking up all that space in right. the pantry so those are the sorts of adjustments we're making i know this doesn't sound that inter- interesting but this fool was literally sitting in the middle of the kitchen looking like a kid on Christmas. He was oh, so yeah. excited about it. He and was this like, is... this is something that makes me so excited and happy. He's like, I'm having fun right now. I'm like, are you kidding? I'm about to tear my hair out. Now, we were in there for three hours. And this, oh. is, this is the second hour where you can see Jenna's getting tired, but she knows. <laughs> she knows. She better not say anything like, oh, my God, can we stop now? Because she knows things are getting done. Yes. And she knows need it needs to, to be done. Right. But then I look up at her and I'm like, this, I'm actually enjoying this. And she was like, I hate you so much right now. It, she didn't say that, obviously, but the look in her face at me was I like, I felt that for a fraction of a suck. second. That's what I was saying is, and that's what I'm saying is, is I'm not saying, oh, being a stay at home mom would be easy, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, no, you it's enjoy the, the type of work that needs to go into that. I enjoy that and type I of work. And I don't. Right. And um, so we redid that. And we just now need to order some bins and stuff for the, and then uh, another bread rack thing so we can organize some of the appliances and stuff. So that was one funny thing that, that again, it's, you'll push the aesthetic. I push the functionality and right. then somewhere in the middle, it'll, it'll work out. Um, The other thing for cleanliness that's happened in the last couple of weeks is, Oh, Lord. We are now fancy poopers. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So, during the beginning of COVID, I went, like, absolutely apeshit. Like a monkey slamming my my fists on the ground. He was 
like so mad because she wanted to give her mom. I gave my mom a, package a of toilet paper. one package, one package, not even like a full package. We bought those Sam's Club ones, so they come in like a seven pack of of nine or whatever it is. And I gave her one of the seven because she lives by herself. It would have lasted her four months. <laughs> but the problem is, is that, and we explained it later, and I don't. I, it might have been in the episode or not. Is like at that point, it's survival supplies. Jesus. And your mom is a grown ass woman. She can get her own damn toilet paper. But she was immunocompromised. She and still she was not the kind of she was not the group that was allowed to go into the stores at that point. But the deal is, when it comes <laughs> down to it. Sorry, Mary, but you on your own. <laughs> we love you. But when push comes to shove, you Oh no, no, we adult. don't say that. We don't say I we love don't you, say but, but yeah. I don't love you. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> be be fully aware though. Or that still sound. Be fully aware. Push come to shove. You on your own. <laughs> you got to take care of yourself. Um, that's so messed up. That's my toilet paper. <laughs> so the man takes a clean bo- booty hole seriously. <laughs> well, like I said, I was listening to that episode the other day at the car where the guy was like, "Oh my god, bl- God bless you," because I put back some toilet paper, and. uh I was like, I don't want to deal with that again. So we looked up yeah. like bidets and we got a bidet and I finally got it installed. Okay. The, the conversation started where I was like, oh, yeah, we were talking about this um, on a work call the other day. Apparently, you can get a bidet for like 30 bucks. So we start looking into right. them. And of course, I'm like, that's cool. $30. No big deal. You just throw it on the toilet, whatever. Oh, no. We don't get a $30 bidet. Well, we have to get one with a fucking remote control. Don't act like this was just me pricing up. I told you to find one, and that's yeah. what you found. I've, I showed you the ones, and then I showed you the other. I was like, look, here's the basic, and then here's like halfway to a Toto. And you were like, yeah, I want the butt warmer. <laughs> yeah. Like, but you also cares? looked at the reviews and were like, the other ones are kind of really falling flat. Well, mm. but but I showed you. I did my due diligence. And yeah. I said, these are the good ones out of the yeah. low end. So I said, get the one. And the, what's funny is what made me also think about it is uh, I love the videos on YouTube of the Ginger Billy. If you haven't seen it, check out the Ginger oh Billy videos. Oh, my gosh. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. Well, he has one where he got a bidet. <laughs> And he's like, it is penetrating my butthole. That's <laughs> like, that's fucking hilarious. But I also imagined that feeling when you get out of the shower and you're so fully clean and you haven't even farted yet. And you are just clean butthole. Everything is perfect about the world. Then you fart once and you're like, oh, it's gone. <laughs> so I was like, imagine having, I told Jed, I said, imagine having clean booty hole feeling all day long. <laughs> And that's what started the conversation. Well, we get the thing. I found it, it. Granted, it was on the floor for like a week in the living room, and then even farther in the bedroom in the box for two weeks. Because I was like, I'm I'm worried that this isn't going to work. I'm worried that it's going to be a problem. So again, lately, I've just been like, if it might not work, then I'm avoiding it, and I need to work on that. Well, and then I un- unknowingly purchased the elongated toilet seat, and apparently in our bathroom in the master bath. We have a round toilet seat. Apparently, but that's because she said she wanted one because she feels like it's doesn't she can't put her legs down on a elongated one. Because our bathroom used to have an elongated toilet, and when we had to have it replaced, you said get a round one because I feel like my feet are dangling with the elongated one. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's funny. <laughs> so the reason why we have a round one in our bathroom is because you made it that way. Well, whatever. So the it thing works. though. <laughs> 
is the only bathroom now with an elongated toilet is the kids' bathroom. So the kids' bathroom has a bidet, a bidet in it, and now the kids' bathroom has become the official poop bathroom. So they were scared of it too. Is this funny? They were yeah. like, "What is this?" Well, I was like, "What's going on?" And then Gabby, she she's her mother's daughter. <laughs> you tell her. You say it. What? What Gabby said when she tried it. <laughs> she, she tried to use it, and we had to explain to them, because at first, Alex didn't realize there was a remote control. He just thought it was, like, the two little buttons on the side. And he was like, cold water shooting at my butt. I'm like, get the remote. Well, he's the also the one that every single time there's a sound of any kind that he's not familiar with what it is, oh, yeah. he freaks out. And you and said you, you heard him down, scream from When you there. sit down on this thing. It hits the your butt hits the sensor and then the little mechanism comes down. It self cleans itself and it gets into position. And he was like, "What is that noise?" <laughs> and the butt start the war, butt warmer turns on. Yeah. So he's like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> so Gabby goes to use it. Gabby. So we t- I told her about the. Um, well, we explained to them both how yeah, afterwards you, how he went and showed them it. how to use it. <laughs> she got the courage. She came downstairs and said, "I was not prepared." Or, did she say the um, intensity or something like that? Or the God, I wish I knew what she had said. It was really funny. She was basically like, I was not prepared for what happened to me on that toilet seat. <laughs> she was like, it was an interesting sensation. I kind of liked it. <laughs> no, you, she goes, at first it hurt. No, she didn't say it hurt. She goes, it hurt a little bit. But I kind of like. Oh, it. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, like that's her the pressure. Daughter. The pressure was too much at first, but I kind of liked it. I was like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that's your daughter. <laughs> it was a good pain, <laughs> but it that thing works. Yeah, it works really well. But you have to use it with squatty potty. You do, yeah, because they were like fail, fail, fail. I went up there and I was like, I don't have a problem. I use my, I used the squatty potty and the the bidet was glorious. And they're like, oh, the squatty potty. Like you got to get your knees up. So then I tried the cold temperatures. And I tried the warm temperatures. And I was just like, ooh, this kind of nice. But have you tried the cool, the hot cold massage button? No. That thing is weird because it's hot and it's cold. It's hot and it's cold. And you're like. <laughs> Ooh, oh, that wakes you up. And then the worm's like, okay, it's clean, it's clean. And then it's like, ooh, I'm awake again. <laughs> I'm not in there long enough for a massage. There's a Sorry. lot of stuff going on with your booty hole on that thing. <laughs> so, yeah, probably not where we thought this conversation was going to go this week. Anyway. But, um, <laughs> so then the other thing, um, one thing I do want to make sure to start doing on here that I heard on some of our past episodes when I was listening was goals. I do want to make sure to set goals in here again, because oh, somehow yeah. magically we would actually do them when we felt, well, I did when <laughs> I felt pressured to do that. You felt pressured by yourself or yeah. the, from the one listener listening to us. Yes. Oh, I'm setting myself a goal that I am accountable because of it's on. It's been recorded. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I want to work on. And then the recap from our homework was we did watch Dirty Dancing. Ah, yes. And Jenna now understands the reference of nobody puts baby in a corner. That was really dumb. And. That peeing noise is it started raining right outside the room. And if you can hear it, (laughs) nobody's peeing. Yeah, I'm not sure if they can. It's raining right outside the. <laughs> yeah, right outside the sliding right. glass door. Oh, it just sounded like super loud. Sorry. Yeah. So then, um, 
what'd you think of the movie understanding when it was released? Okay. For it having been released in the eighties, right? And it was set in the sixties, it was okay. It was the 50s. I didn't feel no, she said it was 1963. Okay. Um, it was not I don't know, like it's always come across to me like it's this amazing, life-changing, like it's this pivotal movie that changed the way things were done. And I was like, that was a movie about dancing. Like, that's it was basically like Footloose. <laughs> like I was gonna say, so was Footloose. Yeah, but and- but I liked Footloose. I don't know. I just. Like. I don't know. I felt weird. They were talking about. I was like, she's known him for like four days. It was socioeconomic class issues. Oh, my God. It was. She's known that girl for two days and she's going to bail her out. It was giving. Yeah, that part was a little bit stretched. I was like, no. (laughs) Well, she was trying to do what she could. Well, she also they did also start it by saying that she was wanting to be in the Peace Corps. So she's obviously someone who al- already wants to... Be a do-goody-goody. Do be do-goody-goody and stuff like that. And it's like the... the Almost like before people knew what a social justice warrior would have been, that's what it would have been. I want to be up in your face about doing the right thing. Yeah. And go crazy about doing the right thing. Um, I don't know. It was okay. Abortion. I didn't think it was hot. I didn't think it was sexy. I. This was a time. Thought it was weird. Where, <laughs> on the news, the lumbata was controversial. <laughs> Remember on real news. I know. When this movie came out, there was there was talks also of the lumbata. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm watching it now. And like the shows we watch, there's like full on nudity. So for me watching something like that, I was like, eh, what's the big deal? Speaking of which, um, we're trying to see if I might like Outlander now because you loved it and you've watched them all and they haven't released any more yet where you're watching the originals again. I was like, ah, screw it. I'll watch it. Yeah. I started, I was like, Oh, I'm going to rewatch from episode one, season one. And then he walked in and was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. Cause I know I was like, Oh yeah. A couple of <laughs> nights, the episodes were really good and it worked out when you came to bed later than me. It worked out in my favor. <laughs> so. Or maybe if I'm oh, watching Lord. it with you, you'll be like, let's go. I'll be like, all right. Oh, my God. You have a one-track mind. Hello, you just met me? <laughs> I'm giving her a look like, what? How are you? Surprise. Ugh. Um. Yeah, so what would you rate it? Okay, so what's the score? What's the now, scale? We need a scale. So we need well, to, like, maybe- one being the price of milk. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and ten being, like. The Princess Bride I would watch every day. Again, the time frame is good for The Princess Bride, so... Yeah. Okay, so between... And if you haven't watched The Price of Milk, please don't. No, Um... please do. (laughs) No! If you want the bottom absolute worst metric you can possibly have (laughs) to judge things, then the only fair way to do it 
is to judge everything against the horrificness nature Have of that a couple movie. cocktails and an edible before you do to make it more easy to watch. <laughs> yeah. I wish we had done that. <laughs> well, <it> was... <laughs> you have to see it in its raw badness. Ugh, don't hurt people that way. Well, I don't know. Okay, don't watch it with ever, your own caution. <laughs> I don't think it's ever a negative thing if we tell you this is going to be horrific. Yeah, we're well, being honest. But not but horrific in like a scary, evil way. I learned about the baby shoes that way. Just the dumbest movie on the planet. and. But I actually learned something about you from that movie, which surprised the crap out of me. Well. Baby shoe collection. I was like, what the fuck? You're like, I do that. I had that. You had that. For like a hot second. Yeah. I was like, what? Anyway. But I learned that about you. And I didn't realize that a lot of girls have baby stuff. I I found that Sometimes. out because other people said the same thing. Sometimes, yeah. Um, anyway. um, So what would I rate it? Between The Price of Milk and The Princess Bride. Oh, God. One to ten... This is hard. Maybe a six. A six. Okay, so I'm going to write this down so we can yes. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so. Mm, no, no, I'm going to change my mind. Five. I'm giving it a five. It's going to be right in the middle. Because the acting was mediocre. The storyline was eh. The music was good. I really liked the music and the soundtrack. I did. So that's why it's not a two. <laughs> One is yes. And we'll do Princess. Quote well, my favorite movie. Or parentheses, my favorite movie. I'm going to keep on going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so five will be Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. What's the next movie on the list? Do you have a list? Uh, no, I don't have a list. We'll have to construct that. We were supposed to have a list so that we could check them off. Uh, I haven't done that yet. Um, We'll, we'll work on that list. So we'll okay. All right. Um, we got a reprieve this week? Yeah, unless we think of something during the week that... Okay. I know something we have to rewatch. What? That you have to give a shot. What? I already did that this weekend. I watched yesterday. We watched Kingpin. Oh, no, no, not Kingpin. No, no, no. I still see We stupid. have to introduce our kids to a movie. What? And you have to give it a shot as an adult and see if you still find it as stupid as other 80 movies. What? Give her a look. I'm afraid now. An American Tale. No. No. <laughs> you have to give it a no. try as an adult. Five gets a zero. <laughs> As an adult. No, I don't want to hear that song again. Nope. So she doesn't react emotionally to most things. And I'm wondering if it's because the American tale burned her out. <laughs> it was very sad. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was emotionally traumatized when I was a kid, okay? The first movie I ever saw in the theater was Bambi. What happened? Right. It's mom died. Yeah. I didn't get over that for like three days. And then, <laughs> then they take me to see American tale. You have to watch That it, was though. terrible. They got separated, but they were seeing the same moon, and it was, uh <laughs> no. And you don't get emotional about any movie no. anymore. No. 
Maybe that's why you have to heal by rewatching no, it. I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah, put it as a goal. <laughs> goal is good. Oh god. Oh, Fievel. <laughs> no, it was funny. I don't I was think watching, I can do this again. I was watching a South Park episode and there was there were it was a parody episode making fun of some of the other cartoons and stuff that had come out. Shocking. And they had a spoof of Singing against the moon about American Tale. Oh god. It was hilarious. No. Uh so let me see we have not that night. Supposed to have other Yes. I got one. Yeah, because the other thing about our topic was parents getting sick on how the R cells we down our knee. What? We don't blow out our knees. No, no, but like if we don't get more healthy. But the, the science between, you know, screwing up your knees because you're overweight is oh yeah. Well documented science. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. need to discuss that. No. But the the one thing the reason why we also want to get more healthy is so that when our kids are a little older, and they have kids that we can do stuff with them. I want to enjoy my grandkids. Yeah. I don't want to be the grandmother that has to sit on the couch and... Wave. Wave, yeah. Like, I want to be down on the floor playing and having a good time. Right. All right, so... Would you rather... Would you rather... Always be surrounded by annoying people... Or be alone for the rest of your life. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> and that's that's wow. That's the thing is like you love people, COVID themed, but you can't stand annoying people. <laughs> wow. Um, let's define better here. Annoying. Like, are we talking a certain amount of hours a day or all the time? No, like, these, the people that you find annoying, you'd be around them constantly. Like, even bedtime, I couldn't get away from them? Like, like, instead of me, you'd have somebody that, like, baby talked and whined and stuff all the time. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You're an asshole. (laughs) You don't baby talk. You can't stand that. And I very rarely whine. I very rarely <laughs> W-H-I-N-E. <laughs> you don't deliberately whine, but sometimes when you're like yelling to the kids and stuff like that, it comes across as a whine. And I'm like, I think it's just the inflection of my voice because I'm not whining. I'm pissed. And Alex does the same thing. He'll yell something and I'm like, quit yet whining. He's like, I'm not whining. We're like, yeah, I don't think it's a whine. I think it's the tone that we're like, for whatever, yeah, we get like a hitch because in our it becomes throat. A- it becomes a super whine. No, it's not a whine. No, but it becomes that when it comes out of your voice, that pitch becomes <laughs> which is a whine. But anyway, would I rather? Ugh. So, like, you go to work and they are annoying. Ugh. You go to the grocery store, everyone's annoying. You go to a restaurant, everyone's annoying. Well, that's becoming the case anyway. But. <laughs> You get online, everyone's annoying. It's becoming the case, too. I've been avoiding online lately because people are stupid. 
Uh, God. But then if I was forced to be alone all the time, then I'd be all super depressed and probably not mentally fit. I don't like either situation. I know, but you have to pick one. What's the crime? What? What criminal justice system do we have in this world? The one we have now. Oh, shit. <laughs> I would say because I, I wouldn't be able to be alone. I know. Human mentality is not meant to be alone. I know. So then my only answer would be every once in a while, I would have to pick one or two of them off. <laughs> to like. Feel better. As a release blow valve. <laughs> you know, they'd be annoying the shit out of me for a while. And you just quietly strangle them in your office. <laughs> two gone. <laughs> I pop two. I feel better. They're gone. I've relieved that aggression. Things are mellow. They annoy more. Cat, cat. Two more gone. It's the only way I could deal with it. I would be either way. I become psychotic and start killing everybody. <laughs> but you'd rather be around people. I'd rather be able to be around people. Um, maybe it would work if I just quit taking medicine. Because then you'd just be one of them. I would just blend right in. <laughs> and and when I'm not medicated, I'm, I'm wondering too how much of a difference that makes. When I'm medicated, if I'm finding people that are obnoxious more frustrating, because I know that I could communicate them if they would just shut up and listen. Because yeah. If I'm not medicated, I can't listen to anybody. No. And it maybe that's part of the reason why I'm getting more and more frustrated at stupid people is just because now that I'm able to be calm and listen, I'm like, God, you guys are stupid. You're not paying attention to a damn thing. Right. Mm, maybe. Yeah. But, but if you're I wasn't such medicated, a social person. But yeah, if I ditch my medication, then I just try to domineer all them. Like, that's the key is when you I'm not be medicated. King of the annoyers. <laughs> and that's the thing is, is I could smack anybody down when I'm not medicated and I don't care about their feelings at all. I just smack them all down. I'll be on top and I'll be the, you know, it's like, it's like the monkeys gathering around thinking they're all like beating their chest and shit. Who can be the biggest? I've proven time and time again that I will be the life of the party. And if somebody else is trying to be the life of the party, I will knock you down and be the life of the party. Your need for socialization is yeah. so strong. Yeah. And I generally, don't get me wrong, I generally do care about people. It's just that um, when, and I run around any time I've ever had a party, I'm always running around going, are you okay? Are you having a good time? Is everything all right? Are you having a good time? Um, it's just that I don't hear or see things nearly as effectively when I'm not medicated. And I'm so much in the moment that I'm like, like Alex gets, he's like, oh my God, he's like so focused, hyper-focused on what's going on that second. He can't see anything outside. So you would choose to be around annoying people. I would choose to be around annoying people with the option to shoot them. <laughs> when I felt the need. <laughs> if we're controlling the behaviors of all people, I think we'd control law enforcement a little bit. <laughs> Um, what about you? I would be alone. That would mean that you wouldn't even have me. Yes. To be able to feel bad about feeling needy. I know. 
last week's episode if you didn't hear it, watch that one <laughs> or listen to that one. Okay. Because I like to enjoy my time with people. Yeah. And if I'm going to be annoyed and upset, then I might as well just stay home and be by myself. Yeah. So I have no problem retreating into a book and feeling like I'm part of that little world for however long I'm in it. Part of that world. <laughs> right. So if I can watch TV and I can read books and I can play games on my phone or on a tablet or, or dingle hopper something, then I will find ways to amuse myself. I have always, I have always played by myself just fine. <laughs> I, I, I heard that episode the other day, too. Mm. <laughs> so I would rather do that than be subjected to being miserable around people. Yeah. And because you know how I am. If I'm not having a good time... Nobody. Is. I am a miserable human being. And you make sure, make you make sure nobody does. Yeah, and I make sure everybody knows I'm not happy and I'm not having a good time. So, let's see here. Goals. All right. So for my goals, I want to get an arcade video or. Answer some email. Finish. Okay, yeah. So finish modeling my arcade button. Because I'm also thinking if I can get the the button modeled, then I can make a t-shirt to wear for my channel and sell on my channel. Yeah, if you could get me a logo, I can get you some swag. That'd be neat. Um, so I want to get that, and I do want to answer all my emails and have it set up on the Kindle so that I can... Um, make a habit of going to bed at a more reasonable time around the time of Jenna and making sure to keep up on my emails so that doesn't feel like one of those weights on me right. uh, that I haven't gotten back to my viewers for their emails. So that's my two goals. Modeling the arcade button and answer all arcade email set up on the Kindle. What's your goal? I need to do better about consciously eating three meals a day because I started off with, for a while, what I realized after I, that was the nice part about tracking my food is when I was looking back, I was realizing that like there were a couple of days where I wasn't even consuming a thousand calories. And if I start doing that, then what's going to happen is my body's going to just hold on to the fat that it has and I'm not going to lose weight. Yeah. I'm going to plateau and that's not what I want to happen. Right. Um, so the odd thing is that I do need to eat more, but I need to be better about what I'm eating. Right. And so it's not enough just to cut the calories back. It's again, goes back to the mindful, intentional eating. So there've been some articles and stuff on this little app that I've been using. And so just making sure to make, read more of those and then i have had it on my little list over here but i need to put it into action this week and that is to pick a day that i am meal prepping and shopping (laughs) (laughs) and preparing in advance for the following week as much as i can and no one said that our week had to start on a Sunday. Right. 
So if it makes more sense for me to do it on Wednesday, then my my meal thing just goes Wednesday to Wednesday. You mean the the meals might be planned <laughs> consistently? <laughs> yes. Oh god. <laughs> Here's the shador. <laughs> so hot. So hot. <laughs> but let's go upstairs now. <laughs> having <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Tell me how you're gonna meal plan. <laughs> Tell me about the chocolate. Oh my god. All right. No, so... but like having the kitchen redone and yeah. like all that stuff, like I feel like it'll just put it'll be a better place because like part of that is making sure I have more prep space. Order containers this week. Yeah, I have. We need to go over the list. That's the other thing we need to do is spend some time going over the list. And I would oh, like so that's now our goal to order it. Okay. Yeah, Together. correct. Um, I would like <laughs> for you to come up with something that you will do productive while we're having our taxes done this week. <laughs> So that you don't, one, strangle me, two, strangle the tax lady, and three, chain smoke all night. Distractions. <laughs> tax process. How much of the, do I have to actually be sitting there? You need the to sign. So if we can, if you can sit just long enough for her to see your ID and get a signature from you, then you can, like, go play Pokemon, and I'll call you when we're done. <laughs> I'm so fucking nervous. I know you are. I'm you so get like this every year, though, even though, even if there's nothing going on. But this year, you <laughs> we are expecting problems. No, we're not. We're not expecting problems. The, the aid gave you more money than you're used to getting. Okay. And Let's that's be a just problem. cross that bridge when we come to it. I'm going to cry it's... on Thursday. No, that's not healthy. We'll see on Friday. <laughs> what? Friday will tell us a lot. What? What's wrong on Friday? We will have talked to her on Thursday. Oh, yeah. So Friday, I will know whether or not my angst leading up to it was justified or not. But here's the I'll thing. I'll tell you on Friday. Here's the thing. Even... Even if everything goes wrong and stuff happens and we owe a whole bunch of money. Okay. Our life isn't going to fall apart. Yes, it will. No, it won't. Everything will fall apart. No, it won't. Just like when We're I run out of gas be... and I starve on the side of the road. <laughs> this is the How problem we have. How have you not learned have. this yet? You n- I've learned just fine that we are not going to be homeless in a box on the side of the road. There's a guy who's going to come and take the Explorer. No, he's, he's take not. take the Mustang from the shop. <laughs> And the loner. And he's going to take my underwear out of my drawer. He's going to take it all. Oh, my God. Except for he'll leave two Baby Yodas because we have two Baby Yodas. He'll take everything else, but he'll be like, here's a Baby Yoda. To make you feel better. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to be broke. No, we're not. Stop. Okay. Stop. That's not. That's what I'm talking about. It's not productive. No. But no, so I've been I've been feeling productive at work, and it's but just not like, productive at home. I've been feeling very tired at home, and I was feeling good last week when we did the kitchen stuff and junk like that. But then, like this this weekend, I was just like sleepy. Um, 
A little bit. Texas lady scares me. Oh my god, it'd be fine. Did so you anyway. enjoy going out and being social on Saturday? So um We haven't really I, talked about that. Yeah, Mandy had asked either Mandy had asked or Jenna had asked Mandy. I don't know what the story we actually kind of, was. We kind of we kind of said because when she said she was gonna go do this, she was gonna be up here, she was gonna be going out with her friend to be eating all you can eat crab at their favorite place, yeah. blah blah. They do this every year. And she said, why don't you come with us? And I was like, well, I don't know. And she's like, even bring Chuck if you want. She was like, I don't care. The more, the merrier. Right. And then I said, well, you know, my my daughter wants to have her friend over. I don't necessarily feel comfortable leaving them. Um, And so. And her mom wouldn't have. I started thinking that my little social butterfly of a husband <laughs> Has been trapped inside his cocoon right. for the past 11 and a half months and has been going stir crazy. And he hasn't even been able to see his best friend on a regular or talk right. to him. And, you, you know, him. Your, your enjoyment was not even so much that you were playing poker, I think. It was that you were socializing, socializing with people. Right. And you're such a social person. Right. And... For you to have that be basically ripped from you. Yeah. And then being told you're not allowed to do that. Right. And there's no gatherings. There's no holiday parties. There's no this. There's no that. Right. It's been really hard for you. And I don't know that you've processed it very much. Well, the, well, I've processed it. There's just nothing I can do about well, it. Right. But and there's the also was, not been an opportunity for you to spend some time with people. Well, I told Mandy, I said, I appreciate I appreciate what you're trying to do and what Jenna was trying to do. As it is, it's, I get along with her friends. Yeah. Um, I don't have an issue with any of her friends, but I also don't have any shared history with any of her friends. So it was there with Mandy's friends. Yeah. But at the same time, you tend to get along with like a lot of people. Things were just weird though. And I, but I knew that, of everybody, you'd find way to talk with those right. groups of people and not feel like you were. Which I normally would have thought would have gone weird. a lot smoother, but like um, the male friend there, I'm not going to give their names because Mandy's fine, but I don't know about the others. Yeah. Um, but he was a lot more reserved than normal than what I'm used to seeing. Yeah. Well, and again, the pandemic's been really hard, exactly. and and there was you know, there's no slight or fault on him in any way, shape, it's or just, form. It's just everybody's been reacting differently because. So of my all thing this crap. is like I don't know what the rules of the road are, and unlike my past self, when I'm not medicated, it's like fuck rules of the road. Let's just be whatever right, and be right. loud, and you're trying to be respectful and right. And everybody's got are... different comfort levels right now. Right now, the interesting thing was that. Three out of the four of you have all been vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. So if you wanted to hug and touch, you could. <laughs> right. Well, the the other female there, not Mandy, it's funny. Her and I were discussing a lot of topics and seeing very much eye to eye. Yeah, which I things. knew. I knew that would um, happen. But again, it's still like it's it's they're friendly. Things were friendly, and I enjoyed the conversation with everybody, including the male and the female, both females, whatever. I had a great time. Good. It's just uh. It's going to sound weird. They're not my friends. And I get that. And that was the only part was that it it still didn't fulfill that. I know. Yeah. But you did but was, get to go out and be social. I said, I appreciate what you guys were trying to do. Yeah. 
So it's funny because I told her um, they're probably the only couple that we could hang out with where you could go hang out with her. I could go hang out with him. And it's not weird. Right. Like yeah. you and her get along independently of the four of us. Right. Me and him get along independently of the four of us. And then you two get along and then her and I get along. Yeah. Like we can all hang out in different ways. It makes it up in different configurations. And it, it's not awkward. It's not weird. Whereas like even my best friend, I don't know that I would ever like say like, hey, dude, you want to run to the mall or something? Like that would just. That's, oh, you and Andy? Yeah. that That's not something that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. We just don't have that kind of relationship. I just don't. Yeah. You just, you, you haven't spent much time together. Well, right. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, we just don't even have that type of history or that relationship. But like. Him and I have always been like, it's like we've had the basic uh, IT technical discussions or th- some of our thought processes or similar. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, as a couple, we don't have any, we don't have a whole lot of couple friends. And the ones that we do, we hang out together. Yeah. But that Mandy and Jeff were probably the only ones where we could independent. Like, when I went down to visit them. Yeah. I spent an entire afternoon or entire day with just Jeff. Yeah. And we had a great time. Yeah. And it wasn't weird. It wasn't, I wasn't hanging out with Mandy's husband. Right. Right. So, like. Well, That's... it's it's funny because, in all honesty, you knew Jeff before you knew Mandy. Yeah. Or me. Right. But I yeah. ended up getting closer to her than him. Right. But it's I don't just know. after it just... shared girl stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, so we have our goals. Okay. We have our goals for next week. You're going to work on another uh, Would You Rather. Yes. For next week. Any movie you can think of that we should watch. Oh. Well, oh god, he got that look in his face. <laughs> and it's gonna be on the lower side of the list. Oh no. But unless here's what we'll have to do. Unless you have a movie to watch. So like leading up to our recording, you need to know what movie we're gonna watch that you haven't seen. Or else I'll have an option available. Uh. So this week we're gonna watch a Disney classic. That came out around the same time as Star Wars. What? Uh, a little after. It was after Star Wars, but it was trying to be a space movie with a little sidekick robot buddy. Um, The movie's called The Black Hole. What are you talking about? I've never even heard about it's this. It's a Disney movie called The Black Hole. Okay. It was a live action space movie. To compete with Star Wars. To try to compete with Star Wars. Which is funny because now they own Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, we will watch that and maybe next week you'll have a 80s movie that you haven't seen that we should watch together sort of thing. We'll have to make a list. Ready, yeah. We'll have to make a list so this won't happen to you again because the black hole you're going to hate. <laughs> I love that you're like, let's watch a movie I know you're going to hate. <laughs> I loved it as a kid. Of oh, course I you did. I'm sure you're going to hate it now. <laughs> you're going you're gonna, to... You're not going to like it. <laughs> so... I'm uh, so we'll enthusiastic about this. Um, also, what I am going to work on, it's not going to be listed as a goal because of, but it is going to be like, I'm going to look for ways for us to have some more sounds, some more music stuff going on between our things and junk okay. like that, just in general. But do you have anything else to add? I do not. All right. So make sure to stay tuned. Um, I was telling some of our other friends this week 
about the the podcast, so oh, maybe they'll, they'll join in. Um, I'm and sorry. it was it was a good description <laughs> of it's kind of our date once a week, just to kind of recap and people are joining us and having this conversation. Yes. So uh, join us next week and uh, listen in and on our talk. And if you have any comments or questions in the meantime, check us out on Facebook at happily-board, B-O-R-E-D.com. Stay safe.